Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Power by Kemi Nekbapil. Keep listening to find out why power takes practice. Welcome back. I'm your host, Steph Clark, and each week I share with you the three big ideas from the best non-fiction books that I've been reading. And do the reading so you don't have to. This week it is the book Power by Kemi Nekvapil. It's a great book. It's like I'm just gonna go there. I'm just gonna go there straight up. We're like not even a minute into the podcast. It's great. There we go. I've said it. Uh, I'm also recording this wearing my Yeah the Girls hoodie from Charm Offensive t-shirts or clothing here in Nam. Feel like I'm just, you know, representing Melbourne women at the moment and a good bit of feminism I think is where this episode's going uh, which uh, we um, yeah we need in the world at the moment so here we go let's get into this episode about power uh, it's a quite a recent book by Kemi who has released a couple of different books about uh, about power about asking for things as a woman and about leading and living as a woman as well so this book is really focused on, I suppose, leaders, but not exclusively. It really could be read and used and the ideas taken by anyone who's in a position where they feel like power has not always been something that they have been able to step into. That is not something that they may maybe have identified with their own you know, existence, personality, style, whatever it is as well. So it really gets into that. Anyway, I'm talking way too much about the book before we get into even anything. I've not even talked to you about the the book or the author or, or anything at the moment. So let's get let's get back on on track, back organised. So what I'm going to do, as usual, is share a bit about the book, a bit about the author, three big ideas from the book, a couple of the other things I liked about it as we go through as well, and then we'll wrap up. This is a race against time as well because I've got some sweet potatoes cooking in the oven at the moment. I set the time for 20 minutes. And I was like, go. This is going to be. You have to record your podcast while the sweet potatoes cook. So let's get on with it. All right, a little bit about the book. Shift your thinking about what power is and who gets to have it. Lead and live fully without apology. Kemi knows the feelings of fear, vulnerability and powerlessness. Growing up in foster care, many times she had the doors to validation opportunity closed to her because of her race and gender. Learning to make her own choices and use her voice without apology were her first steps towards a bold, purpose-filled life. Now a highly respected executive and personal coach, Kemi has created a five-step framework to guide other women to build their power through presence, ownership, wisdom, equality, responsibility. Blending inspiring stories with reflective coaching practices, power provides the tools to navigate the challenges that impact who we are and how we lead, from discrimination and burnout to trauma and self-doubt. Reclaim your power and create a life full of true joy and fulfillment. Now, one thing I would say is if you listen to that or if you read that on the back of the book that's where that's the source of that information came from was the back of the book you might think oh sounds a bit woo woo for me I promise you there is zero woo woo in this book it's all very practical it's all very solid so if you're not into the woo woo stuff uh, and myself I would absolutely include myself there this is not a woo woo book so there we go you can feel rest assured that that is not the case. All right, let's tell you, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Kemi. Now, I was going to, I was going to read her sort of professional bio that's on her website around who she's worked with and what credentials she has. But instead, I found on her website her origin story. So I'm going to read that because I think that gives a better indication of who Kemi is, the work she does, and why she does it. I'm going to read it in the first person because that's how it's written. I think it's more powerful that way. My story is not my excuse, it's my why. As a black child raised by five sets of white foster parents, some incredibly loving, some not so much. I always felt that I had to prove my worth so that I would be allowed to stay. I had to not only be a good girl, but a good black girl. 
I had no say in where I would live or who my new mum and dad would be or where I would be living next. I was told to always be thankful, always be grateful for what I had, to never ask for more and to never rock the boat. And now with 30 years of professional and personal development in my bones, things have changed. Professionally, I'm an ICF credential coach with nearly a decade of ethical coaching under my belt. I work with women who want to lead value-based and empowered lives. I'm a feeling person. I can be and honour my own feelings so I can sit with and honour your feelings. I'm a person of meaningful action so I can guide you to create meaningful action that supports you and your life. I have no agenda and I don't judge. If you want someone to walk alongside you as you step into your worth and begin to create the life that you want, it will be my honour and privilege to support you. So that is Kemi's backstory or her origin story that she has on her website. And I think that is a much more interesting and meaningful blurb or bio to give you as the about the author section than the very impressive list of achievements that Kemi has as a certified dare to lead facilitator and a coach etc and a hunger project facilitator in some of the other work that she does as well though those things are also super cool so I'll put a link to where you can find all of that information the bio the origin story I just read plus her other bios and and professional information and qualifications etc on the show notes so there's a link there to Kemi's website I recommend going and have a look it's also a beautiful website with some other interesting resources and things that link to this book and the other work that she does as well all right I've been waxing lyrical about Kemi who someone I've actually have been admiring for a while so very excited to read this book it's one that was recommended to me by a few other people too my wonderful friend Julia Van Graar actually bought me the book a little while ago and I have just finished reading it in the last couple of weeks by the time this episode goes live all right let's get into the three big ideas from the book Power by Kemi Nekvapil big idea number one is defining power Kemi pays careful attention to the definitions in this book and throughout the book she pulls out the Oxford English Dictionary and defines some words that have become I suppose they've taken on a different meaning so in a way they've become meaningless but also their their meaning has been attached to different things that maybe aren't actually the original or the dictionary definition so including this included in this is defining power She talks about how power is abstract and intimidating for many women. And so often we or people need to call it other things. We need to feminize it, call it soft power and things like that to make it more palatable. But it's time to redefine and reclaim it for what it is. Power might have always looked male, white or some other combination of traits that just aren't yours to you. Power might also feel or maybe maybe associated with other words that don't feel like you or yours. For example, ambition, which is a, a word that Kemi started to really dig into when someone said a friend of hers said that she loved Kemi's ambition and, and Kemi was like, oh no that's that's a bad thing when she looked it up it was realized that actually ambition is really not a, a bad thing it's very a neutral thing in terms of its, its dictionary definition she calls for a new paradigm starting on the inside women believing in themselves and feeling like they belong owning the power and supporting and coaching others to do the same power redefined sits with you and me and used as and we can be used as individuals and also as a collective what a time to be living in that we need that collective and individual power particularly as women this is power with not power over using that Brene Brown language that she refers to in the book as well which is what most people have experienced and most people most of us most people have experienced power over someone taking power over rather than power with someone else hence the more negative connotations and ideas that we have about the idea of power like most systems patriarchy is designed to support itself and sustain so we have to dismantle it by using power so that's big idea number one defining power big idea number two is power kemi breaks power into its own acronym presence ownership wisdom equality and responsibility so p-o-w-e-r 
In terms of presence, it's important that we are aware in the moment that we know the impact that we're having and that our presence helps us to connect with ourselves and to others, the impact we're having on ourselves, on others, on things around us. So that presence in the moment and the connection is really important. The O for ownership is the ability to, as it says in the book, to integrate all parts of ourselves, which I really like that section on ownership is really digging into who you are, what you stand for, your experiences and the impact those have had on you and the owning the story rather than someone else's interpretation of. W or wisdom is this inner wisdom. So that trusting your gut, knowing that we often give our power away. Sometimes the language we use, sometimes again, these stories we tell ourselves and we need to trust ourselves rather than deferring trust or deferring power to other people because that's what we've always done or that's what we think is the, is the correct thing or that other people have this power and we can't possibly make decisions or do these other things. E for equality is the role that we have to play in shaping global equality, as it, as it says in the book, helping others who have less than we do and owning our privilege and knowing what it is that allows us to to help and to shape things in a different way for others. Finally, we have R for responsibility. So this is taking responsibility for our power, deciding how we're gonna use it, and then using that to act or behave or to do something in a particular way that is in line with the power that we have and the ability that we have to go and use it for good. I hope you're taking this away as using your power for good, not for evil or terrible things. All right, so that's the power acronym, which is presence, ownership, wisdom, equality, and responsibility. Using these principles, you'll be able to build power from the inside out, which allows you to shift the structures that are around us so that more people are empowered. This is self-perpetuating, but also perpetuates out into the ecosystem around you as well. So that's big idea number two, power. Big idea number three is practice makes power or power takes practice, depending on which way you want to look at it. Power is not something that can just be reclaimed by reading a book. It's not knowledge-based. You're not going to read this book and be like, I am now powerful. Yes, it may shift some of your thinking. It may create a bit of a change in your perspective on certain things that you hadn't thought of before, but it takes work. It takes hard conversations. It takes uncovering our preconceptions and ideas that maybe we haven't ever explored. It takes forgiving yourself and others for times that you have maybe taken power over people or not let's not allowed yourself to be powerful in different ways and a whole lot of reflection there's some wonderful prompts in the book as lots of good books have these days each section of the book Kemi's put some really thoughtful coaching questions in for you to consider your own power and your relationship with it and also some of the things you've got to do to get to a position of feeling comfortable in your power and taking it it's not all serious though. There's actually a whole section of the book about having fun and being silly and using that as a way to reclaim some power too. So don't worry, you're not going to be having to do lots of deep, serious reflection all of the time. There's definitely some fun in here too. To do all of this, it takes practice. It takes boundaries, which need to be clear, communicated and committed to in order to do the work. This practice might cause you to realize some hard truths, might make you think about some situations you've had before and not realize that you were actually using power over someone. It might also mean that you need to challenge what you've believed to be true or right your whole life. Maybe face your privileges and realizing the privilege that you do have and maybe even changing the people that you spend time with and how you spend time with them. Of course, like all practices, it's not all linear and it will ebb and flow over time. Kemi has some practices in the back of the book that help with the days that dip more towards the, suppose, the ebb than the flow. And to remind you of the progress you're making, this is definitely a progress over perfection type of activity. And also remind you of what your power is. She has this 
activity where you write down I am and then you write down all the powerful things that you are and maybe that's different for different days but maybe it's something you come back to to revisit and remind yourself over time because this is the work that we need to do it's the thing that we can it's the thing that we can challenge and change every day and it's the thing that is going to make the difference as we move forward given some of the challenges in the world at the moment it's this type of work that predominantly women not not in not entirely and there's absolutely a role for men in this as well but women need to do largely with ourselves in order to regain that power in order to make us realize that we can make a difference and we can make a change individually collectively in order to well you know let's face it smash the patriarchy (laughs) and we're going to put it out there and we've got there eventually at the end of big idea number three which is practice makes power that's where we're going girls we are smashing the patriarchy All right, there we go. There's the three big ideas from the book Power by Kemi Nekvapil. Big idea number one, defining power. Big idea number two, power. And big idea number three, practice makes power. As you can probably tell, I really enjoyed this book. It's a really easy read. I was expecting it to be incredibly deep and challenging and having to really kind of plow through it, but I actually smashed through it. It's very readable. It's nice short chunks. So you can easily pick it up, read it, and then put it down, read a little chapter or section, put it down, come back to it the next day or whatever, without having to kind of make make you feel like you have to read 100 pages to kind of make some progress. It's things you can implement immediately really well written really enjoyed Kimmy's writing style as well it's the first I've read quite a few of her blogs and things but I've not read her one of her books before so this was quite a treat in that way like I said it was recommended to me by a lot of people I know people are really enjoying this and I have also recommended it on to other people as well particularly some people who were doing uh, some coaching for women who were feeling a little bit squashed in the very male dominated systems that they were working in So I definitely recommend it for those types of situations. And it's absolutely not, I think this is really important to note, it's really not a book about fixing the women. It's more around, you know, as good coaches would, it's more putting up the mirror, holding up the mirror to women to make them realize actually they do have power ready. They don't need fixing. It's more around they need to recognize the system that works around them and realize the role that they can and could play in that system by realizing and understanding and appreciating the power that they already have all right there we go that is this book if you've read it i'd love to know what you thought did you come away feeling much more powerful did you practice any of the particular activities or did some of the questions really resonate for you please get in touch and let me know you can find me on linkedin steph clark with an e on the end of clark there or on instagram at steph's biz bookshelf Both links to those contact details are at the bottom of the show notes. If you would like bi-monthly drops into your inbox with some bookish recommendations, you can sign up to the Bookmark newsletter. It goes out every couple of weeks and you can find the link to that to subscribe to that and also to read previous editions and episodes of that at the top of the show notes too. But otherwise, until next time, happy reading.